2: This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline.
1: Uh, Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
2: Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Ball Collector. Hey, this
1: is Melissa Bachman.
3: It is time right now, this very second, as you're listening for episode number 224 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buck Slayer Place, right in the beautiful Buckatorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. Mm Mm-hmm. My name is Steve, and somehow I got winded just doing the intro, so, uh, Kurt.
0: What's up, guys?
3: Kurt guys in the studio, mm. his house. Yep. Doug Schmidt. Howdy. What's up, porn stash? Nothing. Nothing?
0: You're kind of earning that name around these joints, not because you do a lot of porn, just because you look like you in a bunch.
3: Yeah. Or I filming people, for them, Hey, happy birthday
0: <laughs> episode, by the way. Thank you.
3: Happy uh, happy late birthday or early birthday. Did you like that too? photo
0: I made of you, little Doug? That dog? was,
3: uh... That was really good actually Little Doug with the stash. I laughed pretty hard at
0: that (laughs) It looks exactly like You (laughs) did I just shrunk it down Get on our Facebook And check out the photo Of Little Doug With his mustache and Ian. then uh go ahead and i'll let you in you're oh, doing the introduction
3: no. and then uh, and then uh tank uh tank cameron tanks here a guy who uh, looks like he watches porno tank what's going on <laughs> hey hey it's a job you know <laughs> that's me here i am
0: <laughs> thanks for having me guys
3: hey yeah i'm glad i stopped over
0: welcome to the working class Bull hunter podcast today on the show <laughs>
3: today on the show. You just start like the bass music starts hitting in like <laughs> yeah, what in the what in the world are we doing here <laughs>
0: <laughs> um you got a vet shout out? I do. Hey, Start uh, her out strong.
3: Just want to tie this in with uh everything. The vet shout out this week is uh. Don't say uh oh. Is our good boy Gene Miller. Your homie uh D Rock wanted to shout out or shout you out. Um we had our shoot last week. Gene was gracious enough to host. Um this is what uh D Rock uh sent it here branch, PFC Miller, eighty second Airborne, uh US Army, additional info the that- <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. This acrobatic grunt has no fear in defending our country <laughs> as well as showing how much heart he has available, not just to his family, but his friends and even people he just met. This role model of the picture-perfect vet is a saint in his own uh, way in the eyes of God. Thank you for your service and in uh, tribute to the shoot. So that's uh, from DRock and from all of us. Uh, Gene Miller, thank you for your service to this country and thank you for being our biggest fan and uh, letting us do the crazy shit that we do and do it at your house. Sometimes yeah, he worked yeah. his tail off. Yeah, he did.
0: he did. So we should kind of just transition to that. And, uh, well, I was wondering, I'm looking at your note here. I'm looking at where you're going. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about the shoot then right away, you know, yeah. going right off of a gene shout out. Gene Miller hosted the shoot uh, this year on his property. And we had a really good turnout this year. Um, I think almost everyone that said they were going to be there was there. There was a few that weren't, uh, but we know next year that we can have a few more yeah. um, show up. So we're gonna me and Gene were talking about it. We're gonna figure out more details for next year we can think we can we can let like thirty more in, which I think will be be manageable. We're gonna do things a little different, but great turnout. Gave a bunch of stuff away, played a lot of games. It, it was a perfect day. It was a little hot. Um, but we had a ton of fun.
3: Yeah. Met a lot of people in person. Oh, that, so uh, many people. Dude, it was, uh, it was nuts, you know. Everybody, of well, course.
0: D-Rock flew out from Connecticut. Uh huh. Um, the boys from White Hill Experience drove from Ohio. Two years in a row. Yeah, two years in a row. Our boys from Prairie Storm drove out from Kansas. Yep. Uh, we had some Indiana boys in. We had Michigan boys in. We had uh, Wisconsin boys and girls in. Uh-huh. We had... Iowa, of course, that's easy. We had, I think we had Missouri. Um,
3: Did you say Michigan already? Yeah, I said Michigan. Yeah. Michigan by way of Sherrard. Yeah.
0: So uh, it was a good turnout. Uh, big thanks to everyone who supported that. Uh, big time, Sin Crusher, um, all our sponsors reached out. Sniper Trail came, Broad Force Targets, everybody, uh, HHA, everyone gave something to us to give away to listeners and everyone that came to the shoot. I think almost there was a good amount of people left with a goodie. And we did the giveaways. Uh, we had some unique things we did to do uh-huh. giveaways. And I think it was awesome. It turned out really good. Byron uh, Byron Horton from The Whitetail Experience has a video <laughs> that's coming out tonight while we're recording it Thursday night. So if you listen on Friday, it's already out. Go look for it. A video that basically shows when we went down at the shoot. Yeah, have you watched that yet?
3: Uh, I don't think he sent it to me. He sent me a clip that, uh, that I did of eating one of David's delicious hamburgers.
0: Yeah, those are good. Oh, I could play that clip i guess
3: but uh, yeah. it was
1: uh, it was really good a clip was nice
3: byron also has a an insurance claim to file because that uh that's how the uh, end of the night ended up we had a storm come through like right when everybody went to bed go camping out of nowhere
0: i'll see if i i don't know if i have the computer mixed minus so let me see but anyway uh yeah thanks everyone who came out it was a ton of fun thanks cool. to all our sponsors um yeah something cool uh you want to talk about Tony Smith's situation? Tony, t- Tony Smith, yeah. the fucking man, the fucking man. The fucking yeah. Man. All right. So,
3: <laughs> Tony Smith came out, and uh, it, you know the guy. He just recently started listening to the podcast. Yeah, the guy's a, a vet himself, and <clears throat> decided he wanted to get an elite because we talked about it. Hence, how he earned the name the fucking man. He drove his ninety seven Ram, and we know this because it was the same one as in the Twister. He drove all the way from Indianapolis. Him and his uh, lovely wife. Jennifer, uh, came all the way out, and we're shooting a little bit, and guy happened to shoot a magic arrow. And if this is the spot that I believe, you were like, hey, pick a spot.
0: Okay, so I'll, I'll explain this. Yeah, because well,
3: this is how your game was. One of the this giveaways.
0: How- so uh, Dave from Broadforce sent us out one of the really big Broadforce targets. The, those things, dude, last year we had block targets at the shoot, and that thing left with a hole in it. Broadforce targets are... Dude, that big one he sent got hammered all day. Mm-hmm. The day before during... Or two yeah. days before in the setup, the day before when we were hanging out, all day Saturday. And, dude, who knows? I mean, I'm going to pound the hell out of it. It looks fine. It looks... And the thing is, that big target, I just want to add something. Everyone thinks they're heavy. That thing's maybe 60 pounds. Yeah. Maybe.
3: If that, the only reason why it's a two person is because it's just so awkward. Yeah, if you got them long go go gadget arms, you can do it, but it ain't heavy at all.
0: I moved it by myself. You can do it. Anyway, um, so what we did was I got everyone up to the line. I'm like, okay, everyone just shoot. They're like, what do you mean? What are we doing? I'm like, pick a dot, put the arrow there. Pick a dot, any dot. And then. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. Everyone threw an arrow down there. And my wife, Sam, picked out arrows. And we were doing just pull a random arrow. Because she don't know who shoots what. Yeah. So she was just pulling arrows. And whoever arrow it is gets a prize. And I was like, you know, just pick one wherever. And she the first one she picked uh, it was Tony Smith's arrow. I didn't know it. <laughs> and I had an HHA optimizer for him as a giveaway. So I'm really glad he got it because he was stoked.
3: He ran, like, as soon as he got it, he ran back and found some hardware that somebody had. And he put that thing on there and... Wait till everybody cleared out, and he at least got it sighted into twenty. Yeah, he got yep, sighted in pretty yeah, fast, yeah. actually. And he was so excited to have that, and you know, it's good. He, he's a vet; he served our country, and dude, it, it was super cool to let him get a little something back. You know, he drove this way, and he's
1: awesome. He's a cool, dude. I don't yeah. know if this
0: will hold on. Let me see. This is the video we're watching it here of the shoot. I don't know if the music's playing or not. <laughs> Byron's man, he's killing it lately
3: Yeah, he is
1: Doris just eating arrows
3: they, so much money <laughs> yeah,
0: Doris, the steel doe target, tore some arrows up this weekend
3: I didn't I didn't know he had a drone going I thought the only jeans kid had that little drone No, yeah, it was
0: Byron's yeah, This video is so awesome, man
3: Oh man, you guys are going to get to see that
0: yeah, this video is a good representation of what went down at the shoot, like the fun, the vibe. You know, we don't have a ton of people there because it's a private property and there's not a lot of room, but we we made it happen.
3: That ping pong ball shoot was the best. Yeah,
0: the Sad. ping pong ball, the floating ping hit. pong ball was awesome. Your wife killed it.
3: Cleared house. Oh. So did you shoot four of them.
0: Ross bigger went up to her and goes, "Sam, I think it's um, I think it's time you, you hang it up. I think that you've uh, you've outshot everybody. You're, you're doing good. I think it's time to put your bow up." She's like, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm uh-huh. not feeling bad
3: for her anymore.
0: No. She's a better shot. She just gets in her own head, you know? But once she gets going, she just she hammers it Lights home. not know.
3: Dude, the first one she got when she hit it, it was like... Because like, there's 16 people shooting. Nobody knows who shot the ping pong. You know, the person who shot it probably gets it. She was so excited, we're like, Man, it's awesome. She shot it again. It was like, Man, it's great too and then by the time we're like third and fourth, it's like, all right, yeah, we get it. Everyone's man. sick
0: of her. They're like, Good job, all right, get the fuck out yeah, of right. here. Yeah. yeah, let someone
3: else hit it. <laughs> Eric was ready to fight her. He
1: was getting sick of it. <laughs> he got, Eric got did he get
3: three or he got
0: three. I think he yeah. got he think was he tied the
1: orange one too.
3: So he got four.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Ross is killing it too, the, I shot one. I shot the first one, well, I nicked the first one I shot at, yeah. and then after that it was just Did Tony pretty,
3: Smith not get one with that new sight?
0: I think he was sighting in while we were doing that. I yeah.
3: think he smacked one. I don't, I don't think he, he may hit have. the ball, but I think he, yeah, like, he did. He did because he just put the side on. Everybody's freaking out about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's
0: yeah. awesome. HHA, man. I hit two and nicked
1: a bunch, but
0: it, it was, was a, super fun. It was a ton of fun. I can't wait for next year. We're, I'm going to try and think of something bigger for next year. Um, but, yeah, if you guys are interested, just keep that in mind. Early summer for the shoot 2019. That's S-H-E-W-T. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't but
1: get, no. don't get it twisted.
0: Don't get it <laughs> twisted, yeah. You know. But yeah, we're working on a lot of things this summer. Um, we're gonna keep hustling out the the podcast every week, of course. Uh, never missed a week. So um, this this one this year Fourth of July is in the middle of the week, so that's gonna be weird. But we do have an episode scheduled, so
3: mm, you guys will have fun with that.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to podcast without I know. you, bro. <laughs>
3: this is going to be weird. You and uh, you and a bunch of guys in shops, man. Everyone's going to be so happy that I'm not on an episode.
0: It's going to be nice. I'm going to get some stuff done. we got to do a Whitetail, Experi- or not Whitetail Experience, a Whitetail Angle podcast, the series we do with Ross, Austin, and Clark, all about Whitetails. We're due for the next series, which i got to get that going here. Yeah, you better do
3: that one while I'm out yeah. of town, too. Yeah. That'll be in July sometime.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, I think that's really all the updates I have for now. That we can talk about. Anyway, moving on to the actual content of the show. Sorry we had to do a little pre-intro because the shoot just happened. We haven't had an episode of talking about it. Thanking everyone, for coming out. Doug from Horny Buckseed is joining us, and we're going to learn all about Horny Buckseed, a little bit about Doug. Uh, we've met Doug in person. We kind of, sort of <laughs> shared camp with him at Lodge 5 when Steve was being a drunk idiot on that podcast. That, remember that?
3: Yeah, I do remember that. Man,
0: this is a trend.
3: Man, what is up with it lately?
0: You're an alcoholic, bro.
3: You got props. Bro, I don't think so, bro.
0: It's not funny anymore, Steve. You think you're killing yourself a little slowly. Yeah.
3: Bro, not quick enough. Man. I'm on
0: that Ross Bigger delight here Damn. right now. I'm on that crown and water, son. <laughs> yeah,
3: and you're giving life advice like Ross does. <laughs> Rather, you're like my big brother.
0: At least I'm with it.
3: Well, yeah. That's
0: what I'm saying, man. You just got to f- sort your shit out, you know? I'm feel-
3: Yeah, I'm feeling it, bro. At least
0: I plan this out. You just fall into it. That's the difference.
3: Damn, bro!
0: I know it's for real.
3: Damn, bro, bros, you planned to jump? Or, you plan to jump over the puddle? I stepped right in it, bro.
0: Well, I knew the puddle was there. You know what I mean? That's a difference. I, yeah,
3: I didn't. I just was walking, looking up in the clouds. <laughs>
0: you might figure it out. You just gotta pay attention. I'll we just stepped inter- straight in. We just interview the best hunters, every, you know, every week, and yeah. somehow you can't figure out how to kill a deer. I don't know, bro. It's all on you. <laughs> yeah, it's tough out here, huh? Nah,
3: man, I got no more fingers to point. Uh, on anybody <laughs> anymore. I gotta, yeah. I gotta start looking in a mirror or your, something. Your
0: rookie years are timing out, Damn, real man. fast. We'll be ten years in this podcast. seems you're like, still I don't a know, rookie. Yeah. <laughs> tell <laughs> still me rookie.
3: how this works, dude. I can't wait to see like my baseball card stat. It's like rookie year, like nineteen years in a row. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ, I never ten got years, a full, I
1: never got a full season in. Ten years later, see so shooting one sixty six. arrows. I
3: tell you what, dude, I would have had a Damn, it's a little stiff, bro. Hey, I would have went boat. professional if it didn't blow my elbow. I can hear those out. things
0: cracking on release. They're so <laughs> stiff. <laughs> All right, let's get Doug on here We gotta get to the real episode He's gonna hit us with some business Hope you guys enjoy
3: Alright, on the phone with us We have uh, the big dog, Doug Who I'm pretty sure he's got an earpiece in Talking like a boss to us Doug from Horny Buckseed What's going on?
2: How's it going guys? uh, Pleasure to be with you guys today
3: Well, thanks for joining us we uh, we met you at
0: Lodge 5, and, and a lot of our listeners remember that Lodge 5 episode because, uh, well, one, you were passed out because you were going hunting in the morning, and Steve made a drunken idiot of himself on the podcast that Yeah, I'm one, glad so. they
3: remember because I sure don't. <laughs> so that's how people
0: remember that episode. But, uh, we hey, c-
2: i tell you what, though. That was an awesome time, though. It really... I mean, that was quite an experience all in all. It really
0: was. Oh, yeah. We got the track uh, Jack's Deer. Yeah. But we didn't have to do any tracking. We just went and did the recovery and did some filming and went back to Lodge 5 and kind of hung out and had a good time. So,
2: Yeah, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome.
0: So we have you here on the podcast this week to talk about your business, obviously. Um, I figured what we could do is just start with a little background on you and then how you got into this business with, with Food Plot Seed and all that and kind of just where you're at today, how it came to be.
2: All right, well, um oh, you ever heard that old saying, some of your greatest things come by accident? Well, this was definitely an accidental thing. Um short story long, I'm a third-generation farmer. I'm still living on the same farm that my grandparents built back in 1917, which makes it 100 years in the family. Um, I enjoy doing what I do. Um, as far as getting into the food plotting, it started many, many years ago, probably in the 80s uh, is when I first started into it. And it was there was no such thing as food plots back then. Uh, my dad, I said I was an absolute idiot for planting anything because he thought, you know why waste your time and effort to feed a deer? Um, and 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 I I understood that I um you know baiting was big, baiting still is big um, from the from the you know that standpoint. Um, but um, we got started kind of you know putting in food plots for uh, friends and family, and then it went on for some customers because I had a landscaping business at the time, and I was putting them in plots that you know they could watch deer from their house, and you know it kind of took off from there. Then I got in with some deer farms in uh, helping different deer farms, and I got to know deer anatomy, and I got to know their their rumen. I got to know their structure, how they were built. I got to know all of these things,
0: and once I got to know all of them, it kind of just kind of took off from there. Very cool. Yeah, I guess back in the day, if no one planted for deer, it's kind of like a bizarre thing to to see. I never really thought oh. about that because now it's so common.
2: Oh, right. Back in the day, there was, I mean, my dad said, you're a full bledged idiot. He says, why in the heck are you planting <laughs> for deer we got you know we got corn and even back in the day there was no this thing as soybean i mean you know back in the in the early 80s soybeans weren't even big up here in wisconsin i mean you know you just didn't you never had soybeans. um we grew green beans um we had green bean contracts and we couldn't believe how much a deer would eat those well you know now you know everything has evolved it's come full circle you know um you know, and so it's kind of taken off, you know, and I, I, I'm i we've, I'm really big into it now. So I'm all about deer anatomy and what to eat and, you know, their cycles and all of that stuff. So it's taken over a whole new realm for my life as, as a whole.
0: So how long did it take for Horny Buckseed to become a business? Like, when did you finally like, oh, I'm going to try and make a living at this? Or did it, did it just... Fade into there so slowly that you just found yourself here. I mean, I know that sounds sound okay, sounds so weird, this, but
2: this is uh, this is all your you know this is actually true story, absolute true story. I had a landscaping business that I had for years, and uh, we had two children. Uh, well, I one at the time, excuse me. And uh, my wife just said, you know what, we should try to get something a little bit more stable. Uh, maybe you know we should you know you should go out and just you know punch a clock and uh, let's sell the business. So we sold the business. I started working for one of my old customers. Um, actually, and I started working for him as a vendor rep. He had owned a vendor rep company. So we were a vendor. I was a vendor rep, um, working under him for a while and then, um, the group. And then all of a sudden I became a manager and then I hired my wife on to work part time and a bunch of other people to work part time. And we were going through stores and we were, you know, repping different, different product lines and, you know, getting faced and do stuff in t- inside the store. And in it's in the you know, basically you're like you're. I was like, it was a fleet farm, and I don't know, you just don't have them down there. Farm but, and um, flea. It, it, <laughs> fleet farm. Fleet farm. Flea, yeah, well, fleet farm. Fleet farm's up here. Farm and fleet down by you. So kind of, you know, it, it's same type of a of a store. Um. Anyways, short story long, the the company as a whole sold out, and the younger generation took over. Wanted our three percent. So my wife, my I got. My wife and I lost our jobs on the same day so we had no job um, and we had two kids in diapers at the time and I got offered jobs to move and um, I'm not a city person I'm not taken away from city people I'm not a city person uh, my wife is a city person and she didn't even want to leave so um you know we we, we we were sitting around the table one night uh, my wife and I and a couple of buddies that you know are good hunting buddies and we were just talking and I said, you know, I'm thinking about going I was starting up my own seed company and uh, they're like, Oh my god, you should be doing that. You're so damn good at it and I said, Well, you know, well what are you gonna call it? And I said, Oh, oh, I don't know. Um you know, I you know, I don't know. We live on we live on the beginning of a creek called Whiskey Crick, so I said, Well maybe whiskey crick seeds and you know, and my wife's like, Are you an idiot? She says, <laughs> Why don't you call it Army Box?' And I'm like, I am not calling it horny Box.'" Because, now, going back to this whole thing, every time we went hunting, Allison and I, every year that she ever seen that had horns was a horny buck. It didn't matter. If it had an antler, it was a horn. She's, it was a horny buck. She's so, not wrong. She every buck she's seen a horny buck. Oh, well, so she wanted to call it a horny buck. See, so I knew where this was going. So this is about eight, nine years ago, and then all of a sudden, I got up three o'clock in the morning, went on my computer, and I started Googling cartoon characters in the hunting industry. You know, anything I could find. And there was, at that time, there was nothing. Everything that was branded was skulls and antlers, skulls and antlers. That was all there was. You know, some form of a squirrel, some form of an antler. That's all you
3: see. So right. I went over That's to our logo. Yeah, that's a, uh, <laughs> how original for us, right? At least we got so, a microphone I mean, in I ours. Mean,
2: and, and, I mean, and I'm just telling you, this is, I mean, you go look, bone collector, you go right down the line, okay? It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That was not I wanted to be something different. Okay? So, um, just this to me, I grew up during, when there was only three TV channels, and on Saturday mornings were the only days there was cartoons. So, all we had was Bugs Bunny for, for 90 minutes. And I was a big Bugs Bunny nut, because that's all I had. Um, so, I went to my brother, and I said, hey, you know, I'm looking to draw a caricature. I said, I'm starting up a seed company. And he looked at me, and he says, So oh, what are you going to name it? I said, Harney Bugs Seed. And, he looked at me and kind of smirked. He Goes, you're serious, right? I said, as a heart attack. He goes, all right. Where is your? Uh, okay, where are you? Where are you going with this? Because I know you. The gears are turning. I know you. And I said, I want you to draw me. Horny the buck, who's going to be our mascot? <laughs> or basically their, their name. And then he goes, oh. He, he says, you want something like I said? You know, like like you know, like the Bugs Bunny or the Roadrunner or something. I want something in a Warner Brothers look. So. After 40 prototypes, Horny the Buck was originated, and then I had them trademarked. So, you know, it's not about a sexually active beer or some, you know, you know, some buck that likes to screw everything. That was not the case. <laughs> it was about Horny, you know, Horny Buck Seed and Horny Buck Seed. It is, you know. And so from that's where we kind of got the name and got started. Um, and then, you know, then the journey is trying to get it out there because nope, we sold so many hoodies and shirts. The first two years, we couldn't keep up printing them. It was ridiculous. Everybody wanted one, and that helped us because nobody would buy our seed because they didn't understand. You know, they didn't. They thought we were a joke. So then I started second guessing myself. Well, did I make the wrong choice here on the name of the company? But then I got really big into the seed development and the seed stuff, and I started learning more and more about seed and brokers and buying seed. And then, you know, so now it's kind of really taken off. But that was how it originally started. You know, some of your best things start by accidents And I have to say it was an accident how it started. But um, it's really taken off as a whole.
0: No, that's awesome. That that was looking at the logo. And I was wondering how you thought of that because he's a stud. He's, he's winking and he's just got, like, that shiny pearl tooth just ching in the sun. So, that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah,
2: it's got that crap-eating grin, is what it is, you know. Yeah. Um, and and you know, <laughs> I have so many people that absolutely love it, you know. And you know, like I said, it was just something to get us out. Um, at first, a lot of people thought that you know what, it wasn't going to take off because it was, you know, it was because they didn't know me as a person. Um, they thought that you know I was, you know, um. And I, it's far from the truth. So the moral of the story is don't judge a book by its cover. But once they got to know me and know what we're really all about, man, I got pastors wearing our shirts now, so it really doesn't <laughs> matter, you know? And I mean, and I mean, and that's true. I'm a god in person. That's who I am, um, you know, and I, and I don't have a problem with it. You know, it's all about perception. It, it's, there's a lot of ways you can put a spin on it, um, but people love it. And I mean, I, I can't, I think it's pretty cool. It's kind of humbling experience so to
0: speak yeah for sure that is awesome that's a cool story too it's a good like you kind of just made your own decision to make something happen and, and it took off and yeah you know, I, it, it I everybody cool.
1: said the bugs bunny it clicked right away
0: i'm like oh yeah there it is yeah i can definitely yeah it's cool
3: <laughs> well i'm more of a hannah baron kind of guy so you know those, uh, well you're younger you're younger than me, I, i'm old <laughs> so you know so it is what it is
0: I guess the next step is to maybe just talk about uh, what's your most popular blend that you have, um, or or just maybe give us a rundown of of what people like, what you recommend for spring and fall, and I I guess just dive into it there.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, I I always got to look. I look at it from a different um, perspective than most people. Most people look at it as, okay, I want deer to be on my property, which is great. Um, I look at it from a whole different avenue. I look at it. As, I want to grow deer on my property. It doesn't take much to attract a deer, because here's the deal: people don't understand this. Deer are the laziest mammals on earth, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Now I argue this with people um, because they sit there and say, "Oh no, they're not." And I'm like, "Listen, here's what. It, here's all a deer really cares about as a whole," and I'm just going to throw this into a buck perspective, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to even throw this at a doe and a fawn. I'm going to throw it at a buck perspective. All a buck buck really cares about is where it's going to sleep, where is it going to eat, where is it going to get its water, and where is it going to stay away from predators. At certain times of the year, it's going to care about one other thing. Where can it get a piece? That's all it's going to care about. That's it. That's it. So, if you can provide a shelter, a food source, a mineral source, a supplemental source that they can get everything they need that they do not need to leave your property, they will stay on it. The biggest problem with deer moving from property to property, 99% of the time, well, let me say that's probably too much, 95% of the time, go look in the mirror because it's us. We are their number one predator predator next to a wolf, coyote, and a bear. I mean, you know, and you got some bobcats in there too, but I'm talking as a rule of thumb, we are it. I get this all the time when I'm doing my seminars. They'll, they'll talk about all the deer they have on their property, have on their property. Come September, mm, they're all gone and they're nocturnal. Well, I wonder why. No shit. <laughs> you no, know, um, uh, and then and, and I sit there. Th- this is my analogy when I tell them this is how I look at it. I said, let's say you have your home and you're a homeowner and you're, you, you own your own home. Okay, now you sit there and you have a lamp in your living room, all right? Now, your kid comes home from school and he's in preschool. He'll never notice that that lamp is missing. So let's just put your preschooler down as a year and a half to a fawn. More like a fawn than anything. Right. Okay. Now, let's say you got an eight. Let's say your kid's in, like, let's say your kid's eight, 10 years old. All right. Now, that lamp is moving. He comes home. He'll notice that it's gone, but he won't say a thing. and He'll just sit down next to another lamp and turn that lamp on. He won't say nothing that that lamp is missing. You know?
4: All right, right. right. now
2: let's go to a teenager who is, let's say, a -a three-and-a-half-year-old, okay? We're going to see a three-and-a-half-year-old buck. Okay, so he's a teenager. He'll come out, he'll see that that lamp is gone. He might ask, where did the lamp go? But he'll look at it and be like, yeah, I don't understand why it's gone, but it's gone. I wonder who would have took it. And then he'll sit down and proceed to sit there and say, ah, well, I don't really give a crap, all right? Now you take somebody who owns the house, the adult in the house, they walk in the house, where did that lamp go? Who took my lamp? Where did my lamp go? Right away. Because guess what? That's his home. Somebody took something from their home or changed something in their home. They notice it right away. That's the way adult deer is. You go into a woods into your wherever it is, you put up stands, you cut trees, you do all of this stuff, your five and a half year old bucks, you think they're not gonna notice that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. It's the same. The same case scenario. So now, getting back to the plot end of it, here's what I look at. I look at a food source as I want it as a protein source. So in the springtime, we do a lot of. I don't. I'm not a big springtime planter. Um, I'm probably one of the only seed companies that feels this way. Um, but this is just my take on it, and 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 I think that's why we're selling so much seed is because people are winning. And here's my take on it. If you're gonna plant something in the springtime. It, it, most of our most of your plants that you're going to plant are at the most an 80 day plant, in other words, full maturity at eighty days that and that's that's I mean overly mature, okay? Mm-hmm. Now let's say you throw that in in the spring of the year. Let's just say you get it in I don't know middle of May, let's just say for the sake of art. So you got the middle of May, middle of June, middle of July, middle of August, or right? All right, you're sitting there you're over 90 days. now your plant is old, woody. The retail, the, the value, uh, nutritional value is gone because it's already too old. And then you also have to worry about the drought and everything else that goes with it. So my philosophy always was this: you plant beans in the spring for weed control. If they make it, you leave them. Otherwise, but you're still giving them a high source of protein when they're in antler growth, or they're also when they're fawning and gonna go into milk production for the for the fawn. That's the first and foremost with the spring. Most of my blends that I have are either annuals or annuals and perennials. The perennials will come back with a vengeance the next year because they'll give them a chance to get a good start in the fall. But then in the springtime, when there's nothing for deer to eat, they have the clover and alfalfa on things. As soon as we get the first rains, now you're back to nutritional value to get back into antler growth and for fawning. So... You know, it's the big picture of things. You know, our blends are very busy, but I tell everybody this: we're building restaurants. We're not building a food source. We're building restaurants, and what I mean by restaurants, you're not just having McDonald's. You're having McDonald's. You're having Burger King. You're having Taco Bell. You're having Kentucky Fried Chicken. You're having <laughs> Chinese restaurant. You're having French. I don't give a shit. You're having it all, okay? Do you have the cats here? Yeah,
3: I'm over here. I'm like, man, I'll stay, man. I'm, I'm ready to go to that place.
2: <laughs> but you get what you get. What I mean, yeah. out of what we eat. So we when we crave something, if you ever crave anything, it's because you're lacking something. Deer are the same way animals are the same
0: We have yeah. a bag of tank tankelicious here in the studio, and we studio. have a
3: man who is Tank Alicious in here. Tank Cameron, Tank. Yep, I'm here. Tank cool. two I love the
0: way you laid that out, though. You know, you're you're building restaurants, and I love the I love the whole uh, the lamp analogy there because I always use the living room uh, move your <laughs> furniture just moving around analogy <laughs> uh-huh. before on the podcast. So I was glad to see that somebody smarter than me agrees. Um, but no, it's it's a cool. It, I mean, it's the easiest way to lay it out for people, especially people with that don't realize how much pressure they put on these animals. Like, people think you can just walk through whenever you want during season, and the yeah. next day you're going to kill a buck. Like, well, you know, it's a little yeah. more thought. but
3: You essentially want to put the mini-fridge in the teenager's basement. They'll never leave.
0: That, yeah, that's, that's right. a good spot. Yeah, <laughs> That's
3: yeah. all they need That's what's in there.
2: Well, I always tell everybody this, you know, and I mean, I don't know. You can say what you want. I was interested to say, if you're hunting a big buck. There's two things that get a big buck killed. The gutter is dick. It's just that simple. <laughs> um, and 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 you know if you because sooner or later they got to eat. And the other thing that's gonna get them in trouble is that little piece. And that's it. <laughs> they're gonna be when they're on a travel. They're on a travel. And I mean, how many deer? You know, how many people can't wait to hunt a rut? Can't wait to hunt a rut. Why? Because these bucks are on their feet. They're looking for cruises for women. And that's. But now, you know, here's the deal. Where do you want to keep women? On your food plot. Because women don't care. They just want to <laughs> eat.
0: That's true. They don't care. And see, the thing so, is, you, you know, already the, covered. If they can't decide where they want to eat, exactly. you just put everything in one spot. <laughs>
3: hey, where, where do you want to so eat? Uh, I don't know. We'll give them every, every option. Then women can't say no.
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. There's always something on the menu. You know? So, you know, I mean, there's a big picture of things. I'm big into growing antlers big into mineral a huge into mineral we sell so much mineral and like i said we don't even advertise it it's just word of mouth it's people telling people you know i mean we're averaging from a four and a half to a five and a half anywhere from 30 to 60 inches of growth damn uh, wow. you know um and, and if i don't that. you know i'm not even i don't even get into it um here, here's a good story for you though um i have a customer he's a real good customer um he's out of iowa um, great ground. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. He's got 700 acres to himself. Um, Damn. he's got great, great, great property.
4: Woof.
2: Um, he, I helped him set it up about four years ago. And nobody really knows about him because he doesn't want anybody to know about him. And I respect that. And I, and I'm going to keep it that way. But last year he shot three bucks over 200 inches.
0: Holy shit. Now,
2: yeah. Okay. Well, this is where this gets to the Paul Harvey, the rest of the story. Um, one was a one was a, a fourteen pointer, one was a seventeen pointer, and one was I think it was a sixteen pointer. I don't remember. But here's what was here's where it was kind of cool. Uh, the seventeen pointer was two hundred and seven inches. Jeez. He sent me a picture of it and he was reluctantly to do that. And um I seen it and I looked at that deer and I'm man, that deer doesn't look old. I'm big into aging deer. That's, you know, I, I right. think I'm i kind of, you know, I'm never going to be 100% perfect, but you go with the law of averages and you figure it out. Well, anyway, short story I went and I, and I had to go out there uh, and I ended up running into him. I stopped at his place and I said, hey, I got a question for you. You know, I said, can you, I said, you got any, you got any pictures of that deer in velvet? Oh, yeah. And he goes, I don't know where this deer come from. It's not, you know, I, I've never seen it before, but he was on velvet. You know, all summer on the mineral. Oh, all right. I went and I'm looking at that deer, and I'm like, I, the minute I seen that deer, I'm like, there is no way that's an old deer. I just knew. I mean, it had no butt, no chest. I'm just like,
3: you know, there's, and then all
2: of a sudden, after it polished, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, so I looked at him and I said, he, I said, how old do you think that deer is? He said, it's five and a half. And I said, dude, I, I am, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna bet my left testicle, you're wrong. <laughs> And uh, he said, oh, no, no, it, there's no way you're going to have a deer this big. I, I said, listen, I, I'm going to bet you that if not, I, are you sure you don't have any pictures of this deer from the year before? No, no, I've never seen this deer before. So I'm studying all the pictures, all his pictures, I'm sitting at his computer, and I happen to look at this deer close, and I notice there's a little notch in his ear, just a little niche. And I said, "Oh, what, there's a nick in that deer's ear. And he goes, where? And I showed him, and he goes, I'll be damned. I never noticed that. I said, when you're, when you got the time, go through your last year's pictures, see if you can find them. And he said, okay. Well, it bothered him so much that he thought that I was, he thought I was wrong so much that he called this taxidermist. The taxidermist still had the skull because he didn't eat it. He has a bunch of bugs and he wanted the bugs to eat it, you know? And he right, said, right.
0: You know, the dermatized beetles.
2: From him, he goes, Doug. You're not going to believe this, and I said, "What?" And he says, "Um, the deer was a three and a half year old."
4: Holy shit! I
2: said, and I, said "I said, are you serious?" And he says, "Yeah." And he said, "I'm looking at my pictures. I found them from the year before. He had uh, he was a hundred, about a 140, 145 inch." Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn. You know, but now, 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 here's the thing on mineral, and I mean, I, you know that gray area well i got a question
0: for you on mineral too here once once you get done with this
2: okay i don't i don't get into the you know i I don't get into the you know the legalities of it but i'm just going to tell you this much deer need mineral just as much as a body mill bodybuilder needs his his supplements to grow his muscle mass it's the same thing with deer okay but in the same token you can't go give them five pounds and expect them to grow 50 inches Okay, that this is not apples to apples. You got to feed them. Now, Brian prime 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 example. This guy got 700 acres. He fed out one ton of mineral last year.
4: Yeah. One ton.
2: Okay. Now, 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 everybody's like, i never paid that much. So I tell everybody this: What is your price on a booner? What are, you know? What is your price on a booner? What is it That's worth? A tough
0: question. I'd be willing to spend some you know money. What I,
2: mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, no, 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 no. let's get into the big realm of things where you look at the big, big picture here. And, and this is where I get people looking at me kind of cross eyed. I says, you know, so let's just say you got a guy who wants to sit there and he wants to shoot 160 inch deer. Okay. Now, now, if he wants, and now you're going to get different guys that that's what their goal is. Now, that goal can get very, very, a big goal and i'll tell you what i'm talking about if 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 you want to sit there and grow it on your own land that deer is going to cost you a fortune sometimes because first of all you got to buy the land Mm -hmm. then you got to sit there and then you got to pay the taxes on it and then you got to put in the plots, and you got to do everything to do it and then you got to put the mineral off and you you still got to worry about your neighbors killing everything you know so i mean you know there's that big picture there Or, or is it better for you to go to an outfitter who's reputable, pay him the thirty five hundred bucks, and at least you got a shot at killing one, you know. But the problem with this, with the people today, is everybody's finger points. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never do that. Well, no, because you know why? You don't have the opportunity to do that. Right. Here's where I run into the problem with seed. I get this all the time, and this is where I get into, I get into the realities of life. It's kind of just what I said. To you, I said. I said, let me ask you this for example. I said, so let's say you want to put in a food plot. So you're going to sit there and you're going to buy the land. If you don't buy the land, you're going to have to lease the land. If you lease the land, you got to pay for that. Now, if you own the land, you got to pay taxes on it, which is fine. Now, you want to put in a food plot. Okay. So now I got to buy a tractor, buy a tiller. You go through all the work. And if I don't buy one, I have to rent one or lease one. So you got to have money. And then you got your fuel in it. Then you got your time in it. So then you're going to go through all of this. And you're gonna sit there and I wanna plant two acres of seed, but Doug, your seed is twenty two dollars more than I can get it at the feed mill. So I'm gonna sit there and say, All right, so you wanna to go go to your feed mill and buy and I'm not taking away from feed mill, don't get me wrong, but I'm just gonna sit there, law of averages, their seed is year off, two year off, a lot of it is. And if they say it isn't, they're full of crap. I'm just telling you, I know I got a good relationship with my broker, I know how the games are played. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story. So you want to save twenty two dollars on your two acre food plot because you can you can save twenty two bucks. So that's what, four happy meals? All right, four carbon <laughs> right. meals? Right. right. You wanna save that. Steve, is that so then that you you're go all of these hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, to save twenty two bucks. I'm taking a chance, I think this will grow. And then when it doesn't grow, here's what the average human being will be. Ah, oh, you know, I planted it wrong. Ah, oh, you know, the weather was bad. I uh, I don't think I, I got too many weeds. You know, they don't go through and they don't do it right, and then they piss them off. And I mean, what are you supposed to do with that? You know, I, I get frustrated sometimes. I tell everybody this and another, another analogy. So, how many people are going to go out and buy a brand new truck and go to Walmart and buy the cheapest oil they can get <laughs> and change the oil with it?
0: That's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> I
2: don't know of anybody that's going to do that because they, you know, they got that much of an investment, in it. Yeah. you're going to put your best you can in it. Yeah. I, 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 so I just sit there with people, and I, I, I don't think in life I'll ever figure them out. But you know, <laughs> not my circus, not my monkey. That's how I look at it. Yeah, uh, makes it, sense. I they, like
0: how you're laying it out.
3: I think it's a, that weird thing. I mean, there's this little thing that, that goes on the internet, and I. I I think it's in our head too, where if you're going to buy a bunch of stuff online, you know, your total is like 412 bucks, and then you see shipping is like 46 bucks, and you're like, yeah, I don't want to pay that. You know, you're going to drop that. I, I I don't know what that is, but you know, I I always just thought you know, if something is like your seeds, 22 bucks more expensive, but it's it's designed for a specific purpose, obviously. There's a little bit more research done in it rather than like, oh, I'll just go grab the generic. some clover or whatever. You know, there's, there's a reason why the price is higher. And for me, I've always supported small businesses. Well, to the day I die, I get it. There's a reason why you pay more. It's because you get more. You know, well, that, that, and, you know
2: that, and my girls always tell me this. They said, Doug, your knowledge is so valuable and she, and they're like you know what a lot of times we feel like you're wasting it and 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 I and this is me being back to you guys are consumers I'm a consumer I'm a business owner but I'm still a consumer okay so I no different than you I'm going to look for your best price for the best quality that you can get for what you can do back to shipping shipping socks I hate it I'm trying to get into bigger stores so people can go into the stores and get it. I understand that, but in the same token, you know, you know, is it worth that extra $20, 30 bucks? But here's what don't I'll never understand. I'm not a drinker. Don't really care if people do drink. Don't take it the wrong way. But I know guys that spend hundred and fifty dollars a weekend in a bar, and they come over here and they bitch about an extra five dollars for a bag
0: of beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. You know?
2: One old fashioned more. Oh my God! <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't get it. I, I'll never understand it. I really won't. Humans today, I, it's it's a struggle. But I am still, I will ever. You know, that's one thing that I started when I started this business, that was one thing that I said that I would always do is customer service. We are only as good as you guys use it. You know, and right, and that, right. and, that, and, that, and, that's, and that's true. I could, you know, I'll, you know, you guys spray, uh, you guys spray a glyphosate, right, or Roundup or whatever, correct? Right. Okay. How many of you guys spray it on the ground? Bare ground.
0: Bare ground. I didn't spray it this yeah. year. Not okay, on the bare ground.
2: Ahead. Okay. Well, all right, all right. I bet you, I take twenty calls a month that people spray their dirt with Roundup. D-
3: it's like wiping I, I, before I, I, you cause, poop cause that's, their, that's, their per,
2: that's their weed prevention. That is their weed prevention. And I look I'm on the phone and butting my wall in my warehouse. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, Really? Dude. I said I said, I don't want to pee in your Cheerios, but I'm gonna tell you something. You just wasted your money. Well why, why is that? Because glyphosate only kills what's green.
4: <laughs> really?
2: Are you kidding me? Well, I'll, tell you one, I'll, I'll tell you one better This one's even better I don't even know if the guy's still married If he is, he's got a wonderful wife He called me up <clears throat> He lived, uh, And I'll just designate the state He was in Missouri Nice guy, super nice guy He called me up, first time food plotter First time food plotter And I spent an hour with him on the phone An hour explaining, 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 explaining. And he was all excited. I mean, like a kid in a candy store. About a month later, this is put us into July. I get a call from him, and he said, Hey Doug, I got, I, I, I'm, I'm so excited. I got to share this with you. And I said, what do you got to share with me? He said, I sprayed my first, I did my first spraying today. Oh. I said, Oh man. Well, I said, awesome. Great job. I said, how did it go? He said, Oh man. It went so good. I went to, I don't remember what store it was. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember. It was a tractor supply, something like that. I don't remember the name of it. But I, I picked up this stuff called Weed Killer. And, man, I went and I sprayed all my weeds. And I said, oh, man, awesome. And I said, um, and he said, I had enough left over that I sprayed my whole lawn because it was so full of weeds. And then I actually sprayed my wife's pasta because there was weeds oh. in them too.
4: Uh-uh. And
2: I and I'm you know, and all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, This this can't be for real. You know, this can't be for real.
4: <laughs> so I, I
2: I said to him, I said, hey, you still got my notes in front of you? And he goes, Yeah. I says, What did I did I tell you what to spray? He goes, Yeah, yeah. You told me to spray a weed killer with this glyph glyphology glypho, or you're know, trying to pronounce it. Uh, I said, Oh glyphosate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> so he said I went and I got the extra strong stuff. Oh, no. And I and I said to him, I said, well, I." I he said, did I do good? I said, well, I'm going to tell you something. you you got to look at it from the – I'm going to look at it from the positive. You will not have to mow your lawn probably this whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> because here was what else what was funny. You know, a, you ever hear of a quart to the acre? Okay. Uh-huh. That's, you know, I usually use a quarter to the acre of the 40%. That's usually what I use. Or 30 and above, above percent. Okay. He put two and a half gallons.
3: Oh, oh. <laughs>
2: he put the
3: oh whole no. Dog he could probably the sell that lawnmower.
0: It's like he's got the you land know, of the neutral I mean, ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Jesus. And, you know, and he told me, he goes, oh, my God, my wife is in, in, in Florida right now. It's about you can claim drought. I don't know what you can claim, but, man, dude, I wouldn't tell her. Um, you know, I, and I don't. I don't know if he made it or not. You haven't heard he from him since. heard from him Uh oh. Um, but I mean, that is a business owner. That is what I deal with. And, no. and I didn't. You know, I didn't want to upset him. I really didn't want to upset him. But, Doug, you know, I have an I'm
0: idea like, for you, man. <laughs> I want to try and save you some headache, and maybe you already have this out, and I'm just not aware of it. You need to do a the like a, a video series on YouTube, then you can link it to your website or social media or whatever. The, the Doug from horny buck seed is going to lay out the very basics of food plotting this. And that way you just save your breath on all the basics and you can just step by step. This is what you do. Any questions, other than what I've mentioned, then you can contact me. That way you just save yourself the headache. <laughs> you, you know, what's
2: funny It's funny. You said that, and I'm going to tell you why, um, That's what actually I've had several different guys talk
0: to me about and we are gonna film that this year. Yeah, that needs to happen, man.
2: (laughs) I I am I am, you know, and I you know, listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not Jesus, okay, but I I can I can grow plots. I can help people grow plot. Last year, last fall Um, I think it was from October. I think, I don't remember. I wrote it down in my, in in my office, but I think it started October 50th or October. It was like in the teens and it went all the way up into the middle of November. I had a customer either call, email me or text me a picture of the buck they shot off of our stuff. And and most of them were 140s or bigger.
0: That's awesome.
2: I mean, you know, and what, um, I had a customer call me last year, um, a funny story, call me all out of breath. I mean, I mean, I thought the guy, I, you know, you know, when a guy, when a guy calls you on the phone and, and, and they're huffing and puffing and, you know, and they're like, oh my God, Doug, oh my God, I had to call you. And I'm like, what, you know, Hey, you know, what's going on? And he goes, I just shot the buck of my life. That big buck that I was telling you about that I had on camera, blah, blah, blah. blah I killed him. I killed my... He's dead. He goes. He's laying on my plot, Dad. I've seen him, Dad. He's dead. You know. And I'm like, Oh my god! I said, What did your wife say? I didn't call anybody. You're the first person I called. <laughs> you know. And and that's you know. And I'll tell you right now, that is. I don't even have to sit in the stand. Um, it's just so rewarding to me because I take so much pride in what I do. And and so to me, that's you know, you can't put a price on that. You know. No, that's and, and, that's awesome. And I love it. You know, and I love it, you know. But, you know, okay, now you were talking about, you said about minerals. You
0: had a question about, but what was your question on that? Yeah, well, I know Illinois, we can't use mineral, and the mineral... Not uh, yet, anyway. Not yet. That's the thing. Uh, You sent some mineral out, and uh, Eric snagged that up real quick. Yeah, Um, me and Eric are going to use it. Yeah, so I know they just, they had the, trying to pass the bill to get uh, mineral legal in Illinois. And I didn't know if you knew any insight on that or had an opinion on it and where that's going? Or I didn't know, you know if you knew anything.
2: I'm, I'm going to, I don't know where it's going. Um, but all I'm going to say, this is where I'm, I'm very frustrated with, with the whole outdoor industry as a whole. It all starts with this. Um, you know, you're going to have people that are going to have pros and cons to everything. And you got a lot of these people who think they know a lot more than they know. And you have some people that don't know nothing and think they know more than they know. Um, when it comes to, you know, mineral, and then you get into the CWD, um, and then comes the politics.
4: Right. And,
2: yeah. and, and I'm going to tell you right now, 99% of it is politics. They can say it's not politics, but it's politics. Um, and, and what I mean by that is there's people, it's all about this one little word called money. Everything is driven by money. I, I don't care, you, you strike me down for this, but I guarantee you if people would manage the way they should manage, we would not have any issues. The problem that I run into is as hunters, hunters can't think the same way nobody's on the same page and i get frustrated because you can prove to them things and they still you can sit there and say, hey i bought a red truck well that ain't red that's burgundy you know like no it's a red truck well you know i'll get it candy apple red but it ain't red red right you know and i'm like, really dude you know it's a red truck it's just red right here you know and i it's no different than back to the mineral thing you know Minerals are so crucial and important, but most DNRs in most states say, oh, well, we can't have those because that spreads
0: diseases. Right, and that's a big debate on Facebook everywhere. Everyone's a chronic wasting disease expert. And (laughs)
4: and
0: it's a a topic that I I steer away from a little bit on the podcast because I'm ignorant to it. I don't know a lot about it. There's a lot of other podcasts that talk about it in detail. And that would be interesting. That was the next question without trying to get you to go too deep in a rabbit hole, is like what your thought was on that and mineral, because everyone's like, oh, mineral okay, causes uh, the spread of CWD, and I don't believe that. But right,
3: shouldn't it okay, be the, affecting salt everywhere?
2: Kills so, salt kills bacteria. Here's, here's what. Here's where we're going to get into the the real, the, the pros and cons of it. Oh, here we go. Deer, deer, as a whole, are communicators. They're communicators. Deer, okay, you think deer, a deer, a, a, a cow, a sheep, Goats. They all have the same rumen. They're all in the same family. They're all different. Some are browsers, some are grazers. They're all the same. But if you watch animals, you know, you watch cows, you watch deer. Do they lick each other? Absolutely. All right. So they are touching each other all the time. Now, you put you put a mineral base down in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, you know in an area if they're, if they're going to eat it, they're going to eat it. It's no different than them. If they're eating on a, on, a, on a corn cob here and they eat, you know, 15 kernels off of it and then, and they got all this saliva all over it, the next year ain't going to come and sit there and say, oh, my God, hey, Jackie, you sit on this cob. <laughs> they're going to be there eating it too. So, it, it, you know, they say, well, it's preventive measures. You know, I have – all I know is – in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, shoot me if you want to, I think a lot of it has to do with deer farming as a whole, and and the DNR hates deer farmers for one main reason. They have no control over them. Mm-hmm. They have no jurisdiction over them. So any so this is where I get into this I don't understand it stage. So if you go into a farm and a, and a deer has CWD, which... You know, as far as I know, I do not know of how many deer have died of CWD. I I, I physically do not know. I'm ignorant to that. As Mm -hmm. far as I've heard, there was two that they have technically found. One of them was nine and a half years old. You know, deer die. Mm -hmm. Animals die. Okay? So, did they die from a chronic wasting disease? No. I'll tell you what, if they would take the money that they piss away into CWD research and put it to try to kill the blue midge or the blue tongue, and all the end of the you know, the midge, you know to, to kill these diseases, man a living, it would be a whole nother world. I feel that the dead, a lot of these companies want their dead for insurance reasons, for crop damage reasons, for all of these different reasons.
0: Oh, yeah, of and course.
2: It's, it's a money thing to me. It's just me, it's a money thing. I could be way out of line on that. I don't think I am. I I talk to thousands of hunters a year. I talk to farm owners a year. I am a farm owner. I, 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 I know the big picture here. And the only problem that I have with this whole thing is not all hunters are are, are like-minded. They're not. I have a guy who has got, on an average, will see 60 deer in his field a night. 60 and out of the 60, there is now one antler. But that guy won't shoot a doe. He will not shoot the doe. He will
0: not. <laughs> Interesting. He,
2: yeah, he won't shoot a doe. And I'm like,
0: dude, dude really? <laughs> oh, I
2: can't, can't kill them because they, they, they produce bucks. How <laughs> <So> many bucks do you see out here, bud? Well, yeah, but uh, so, yeah. it's <laughs> like, bro, I, bro
4: look. You know, I mean, you
2: know, and, and, you know it, and here's another analogy. When you've got so many does, bucks become lazy. Because it's yeah. kinda like you're going into a, a a woman's nightclub and you're the only guy in it. Yeah, you're there's
3: not getting five foot the through up. the door. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, you know, I don't care how ugly you are, you still are gonna have a chance. <laughs> you're doing a lot of eye
0: pumping. Yeah, there's a lot of odds for you know I mean? there.
2: You know, you're yeah, I mean you're bound to find something. Okay? Um it's no different with with deer. You gotta get you've gotta eliminate it. And here's another one I always run into. I'm big into genetics. I'm huge into genetics. I love watching genetics. You know, over 80% of the genetics comes out of adults. Okay, but here's here's where we go. You know, once a spike goes, it's like killing. All right, that's a lie, but knock yourself out. <laughs> right. so then you'll have, you know, then you'll have a two-and-a-half-year-old that's the basket-rack eight who probably didn't have enough nutrition, whatever the case may be. Well, he's got bad genes. I don't want him breathing anything. I'm going to kill him. You know, so, you know, I... If you want to justify what you want to kill, just kill it and shut up.
0: Right, you don't
2: have to own it. it. You know this is where this is where the social media ruins hunting. It ruins it. Yeah. Because everybody is as a critic. You know, I would have never
0: killed that. I would have never shot it. That. Yeah, and that's tough too. Shut yeah. up. Especially like, people shut are tough on kids too, mm-hmm. and that's the worst.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. oh I mean, I am. I'm telling you what I am. If it wasn't for a business, I would leave social media alone. I'm so frustrated with it. I really am.
0: It's a necessary um, and, evil uh, at times.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and you know we need it. We need it to get exposure. Um, but here's one thing that I made a vow that I would never do as a business owner, and I and I and I and I'm still that way. I, I will never talk bad about another company.
4: That's I, really I cool. I just
2: feel I, I. It's just not. It's not in my genetic makeup. Um, you know, every dog has his day. I tell people this. If you want to buy it, buy it. I thank you for the support. If you don't want to and you're happy with going to the big store and buying the big brand names, you know, I had a guy the other day he called me up and he goes, you yeah, I'll never buy another bag of seed with a, with a buck on, a, on, 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 the, on its, you know, on its, uh, a picture of a buck on its bag. And I said, "Really?" And I said, "What are we supposed
3: to put a butterfly?" <laughs> no shit. <You> know? <laughs> That'd be hilarious.
2: <laughs> what, what? You know? I don't. What do you? What do you, you know? What do you want? Well, I, I can go on the seat now and I can buy it out of the bag. Go ahead. So, why are you calling me to complain because we have a cartoon character on our bag? <laughs> well, wow, I'm just letting like, you know I would never,
0: I would never do that. But they, they don't. Right, right. It's <laughs> like oh, okay, bro. You know,
4: I'm, you know, I'm what, not gonna lose any sleep a- over it.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, like, oh, my God, we're going to have
0: to rip the fuck off of our bed. <laughs> you know, I mean, Yeah, horny bucks going nowhere. I mean, horny, yeah, cool horny butterfly, I mean, butter 2019. Get
3: the hell out of here with that. <laughs> no, you I, know,
2: I mean, you get what I mean? I don't yeah. get it. I, don't, I just don't get it. I'm sure you guys probably hear it probably way more than I do because of what you guys are doing.
3: You know, because everybody is a critic, you know, to an extent. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, only to uh, one uh, member of the podcast group who probably deserves it. But, uh, yeah, we get uh, criticized <laughs> and that by, by we, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I
0: mean, yeah, we get it. But the thing is, you know, social media is a necessary evil. Without it, you know, we're a podcast. We're an Internet-based <clears throat> show. You know, without social media, you know, we'd have a substantially less downloads and and reach. Oh. You know, so sure. we need it, sure. and that's where you know. I I don't really I use my personal page to repost stuff from the podcast. Yes. When I post something on my personal page, that's not Archie or bow hunting. Actually, I don't even know if I do post normal stuff. <laughs> like, other than that, it's just pictures. I happen to be somewhere. Someone took a photo and tagged me in it. That's if it's <laughs> non hunting related. But yeah, it's a necessary evil. It's a beautiful thing, but it's also I hate to say like people suck, but people online. Tend to suck,
3: savages. Yep, they got
2: cheap mirrors.
0: Yeah, they need to know.
2: You know, everybody's a keyboard warrior. You know, I, and and he, okay, and and this is where getting back to your social media thing. I, I love my customers, and I have a great—I call them a cult—following of loyal people who are seeing a difference. They notice a difference, and they will speak for us because I don't do solicitation. I don't. I don't go and sit there and say, hey, buy our stuff, buy our stuff, you rah-rah, or it's not me. I would rather it come from people who use it and, can, right. and are just the general public who notices a difference. And they're like, wow, what a difference. And I'd rather it come from them, non solicited, and from me. And that's just who I am. Um, but, you know, where I run into an issue as a whole is a lot of these companies will get into that, you know, bashing. Our stuff is way better. Because I said it's better, and it's better, and, and there's stuff is shit, or you know, whatever. And that's not what we're about. I don't get into that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, I, it's just, I don't know. To me, it's just bad for business. Right, um, right. And, and I don't, you know, I mean, I tell people buy it if you want to. If you don't, I mean, I thank you for the support. But, I mean, I've had more and more people that come to me, and, you know, and, it, you know and people don't understand. food plotting your farming? You are a farmer now, whether you like it or you don't like it. You are a farmer. Do your pH testing. Find out where your pH is at. Figure out, you know, we got liquid lime. That stuff is phenomenal. Put it out. Do whatever you need to do. Get your ground where it needs to be. Because you got to go through everything, and you still got to rely on the weather. You know. So I mean, it, there's so much to it. You know, and you know, people just are very just opinionated, and and. They're, they're i don't want to say you know strong-hearted or strong-headed whichever way you want to call it but man a living they go in a direction sometimes and they're just like on a on a tangent about you know this, this this and this and this and this and this and i'm just like I'm not you know I get tagged in uh, like you know there's a lot of different like food block pages or whatever they are well of course everybody invites me to them and I don't even know I'm in the group okay and <laughs> all of a sudden i get tagged in it Hey Doug, this guy's going off about this. What do you say? I said, you believe whatever you want to believe, and I just walk away. I'm not (laughs) getting into
0: this. I'm I'm not. It's a waste of time. At a certain point, it's kind of like, yeah, if they want to find the correct information, (laughs) they'll seek out my website or me directly.
3: Right. I mean, you know, you just got to use what works best for you. And I I enjoy that. You know, you're all about. Hey, love your attitude
0: about it all, man. Yeah. If you want to
3: work with other seed companies, that's and to me, capitalism. Uh, the the truest form is, hey, businesses are going to fight it out, and competing businesses are going to make each other better. So, you know, if somebody comes out with something, and, you know, then you can come out with something, and everybody wins in the end. You know, I, I, right. I think that's the attitude that you have to have, rather than like, hey, why don't we just uh, crush all the competition so we're the only one, you know? Yeah. Then you only yeah. get I one company.
2: I, I'm, I, and then, then there's a monopoly on it, then you're screwed. You know? No. Um, you know, I, and, you know, getting back to, you know, like blends, you know, and, and kind of what you, you were touching back before, you know, how many times you reinvent the wheel? You know, I mean, you know, you know, everybody wants to blend for this, blend for that. You know, you know, like, you know, now, right now, big thing is switchgrass, 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 like this all the time. I want to put in switchgrass, I want to put in switchgrass. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. I don't sell it, and I'll tell you why. I can get it. I don't, I don't. And we're putting a blend together just for it, but the public doesn't the, the problem with the perception of a food potting and anything you're growing is instant gratification. Well, switchgrass is a three-year thing. It doesn't happen overnight.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a three-year thing. It takes three years to get it really established well. Well, people don't have the patience for that. They want they want stuff that's going to be you know fifty feet all the first six months. Uh, it doesn't work that way all the time. Right. So, you know, and I mean, and, but here's where it's at. Some of these other companies will say, "Oh, our stuff will do that," so they'll go and buy it. Then they call me up and they're like, "Hey, you know, the one I bought it from your competitors, you know, man, they were wrong. This stuff ain't grown where to get." I'm like, "So what's your point?" <laughs> you know, I, you, <laughs> know I, you know, I, you know. I, I told you, I you know, I, I, I'm not gonna. I am not going to i will not lie to anybody about anything that's a sell stuff. I won't do it.
4: Right. because yeah. it'll
2: come back to fight you every time
4: of course you can't
2: make false that. you can't make you know no here's another thing you know we live in a different climate than even you guys live
4: mm-hmm. you know
2: we're gonna start we're gonna start planting our food plots for fall here middle of July earlier part of July we plant early up here because guess what we get a killing frost here first week of September something <laughs>
4: which is so, crazy you know, it is. It, it, it,
2: I mean we live in, I live in I, I live short of Siberia up here. You know, it's a little different world. You know, and and I, you know, I come down in Illinois, and I'm like, "You guys suck." You (laughs) know, Um, you know, I mean, it's you you don't get a killing process
4: until November. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh man, we're almost ice fishing." No shit. Yeah. You know, so it's
2: a it's a little bit of a different world. You know, but you know, you know, you can take the whole thing with you know the way the world is today and. You know, getting back to the CWD and, and you get back to hunters as a whole. And, you know, the problem is that I would wish that people would, would just, just step back and think about this. Why don't you just do what makes you happy? You know, if, if, if you know, I, I tell everybody that I got customers, I got customers right now that kill year and a half full box and they are happy as a clam. And I have customers that pass on a hundred and eighty inch gear, and i look at them and i just want to throw a up <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> you know and i don't get it i don't get it I, I mean i mean i don't get it i i you know but who am i to judge them
0: right yeah uh,
2: you know you know if, if 180 inch gear isn't making you happy anymore you got some dang good standards
0: yeah no shit i'm like <laughs> man i hope one day i get to that level
2: I mean, you know, but, you know, like that guy that shot that, you know, that 207, that 17-pointer. He said, just think what that deer would have been in two years. <laughs> just, I, yeah. said, I said, Jack, I want you to think about this. What if that deer would have got hit by a car? Yeah. You shot him in both season. You shot him in both season. You were elated. Okay? You shot him in both season. You were superly excited. He might have got shot by the neighbors during gun season could have got hit by a car. He could have got wounded. The coyotes could have ate him. You'd have never seen him again. Shut up.
4: Right. <laughs>
2: you know, yeah. Have a 200-inch deer in their life? I have yet to shoot a booner Yeah. You know, I have passed on a lot of good deer. I go to sit because I enjoy watching deer. That's what I enjoy to do. I would rather shoot a 130-inch six-and-a-half-year-old any day of the week. I'm good with it. Yeah, I love old, I agree. Old bucks on their way down. I mean, I'm good with it. I agree. I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about maturity. That's who I am. I don't sit there and say, "Well, you know, I could have left them another year, but you know, I decided to take them this year." You know, I'm like, "Hey, you got to own know, it." You know, yeah, kill what makes you happy. For Period. Sure. You know,
0: I agree, man. So I think you've made some of the best points throughout this episode, man. You kind of lay it out there and. And I love that you just kind of went with it, and I'm the whole time I'm sitting here nodding my head in agreement. Yeah. Like, I agree with everything you said. You know, from the lamp thing, you kind of like laid it out. Like, yeah, hunting bucks is simple. Give them what they need, but also if you go in and fuck it up, you're going to make it complicated for yourself to try and get it done. And then I, I just everything you laid out, I think is just perfect and uh no man i i that's all i haven't said much i'm just sitting here not yeah, in agreement all, i'm like this is, mm-hmm. this is yeah, good
3: this is good for those of you who don't get what he said basically if you're at a bar and you're trying to hit on a chick and her annoying friend is just there even though they're not directly where you are they're just there you know they might do something don't be that person when it comes to hunting season man i uh, you
0: lost stay me on out. that one bro but uh everything that, that, Doug that said sense. was good <laughs> <laughs> just say uh, yeah Doug you want it better than you, you want to stay out and uh, <laughs> make sure they
3: have uh the chick has everything she needs
0: there you go. You well, can handle it.
2: Maybe, you know, I mean, this
0: buy this, drinks.
2: You know, the thing is not that. It, it's not that. This isn't brain surgery. You
4: know,
2: right. the the problem. The problem that you know, um, I had a buck over here at home. He was over 160 inches. I let him go the year before, hoping that he would make it, and he did. And he was here. He looked beautiful. A big buck, beautiful buck. And I, you know, I, I this year, this last year, I would have harvested him okay, Uh, found out through the grapevine, through friends of friends, that he was killed, all right, Um, legitimately, chasing a woman, typical, all right, yeah, man, Um, you'll have um, that,
1: been there, done that,
2: and um, I I reached out to the kid who killed him, because he shot him only not even a mile, as crow flies from my house, Um, chasing a goal, and and, uh, I said, hey, I said, you know." Congratulations on your kill," he said. "Man, I heard he lived by you. Are you are you upset?" And I'm like, "No, I'm happy for you. I, 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 you know, you killed him, man. I am I am elated for you." I said, "In fact, I said I wish I had his shit, but boy, do I got a lot of pics and videos of him through the years. I just sent them all the pics and videos, of decent ones that I had of him, so he would have a history with him now through via pictures on his." On his on his computer, you know. I mean, yeah, that's very I, I, you, cool. know, yeah. I, you know, I mean, that's just you know. I mean, hey, listen, it's an animal, you know. It's an animal. I had a I had a customer last year. Uh, got a hold of me. Uh, it was like the first week of August. Um, well, I'm going to back up a little bit. Um, it was uh, it, it, you know, he is now a customer. He wasn't a customer. He but he did get a hold of me and the said, Doug, he said I bought I bought some of your competitor seed. And he said, I, "I I found out that I don't know what I'm doing. Um, could you help me?" And I, um, you know what? Sure. I said, "What? You know, what are you planting? Where are you at? Okay." So um, here's here's another thing. Back to real don't know how to measure. It, okay. So I, I I get to his property because he's about ten miles from me. Uh, I get to his property and. Uh, You know, and I could tell he's looking at me kind of somber, like I'm going to be mad. And I'm like, hey, listen, you know, it is, you bought the seed. I'm not here to condemn you. Um, But um, I looked at his field, and I'm like, well, how much seed do you got? And he looked at me, and he goes, I showed him, and he said, well, he said, this is only an acre. And I'm like, dude, um, you got over two here. Easy. I said, rule of thumb, 70 yards by 70 yards is an acre. Or if you're at a football field. Just do 10 to the 10. That's an acre. Give uh-huh. yourself a little bit of an idea. I said, I said, man, you got over two here. I said, I guarantee you got over two. Oh, I can't. I said, you do. You do. I'll just let you know. So, well, did you bring anything with you? I said, I don't know. I went and I looked in the back of my truck, and ironically, I had some bags in there that my suck tank put in there. And it was tank, ironically. <laughs> um, so, I planted... I, I showed him how to plant, you know, the seed that he had, and he's like, oh, my God, you make that look so easy. I said, this isn't brain surgery. It's just if you don't know what you're doing, I'm going to show you how I do it. So we planted it, and I came out almost perfect. Um, and then I went and I grabbed my seed, uh, the other thing, and I planted it right next to his. And I said, well, I said, if there's anything out of this, I said, at least you're going to know a comparison and see. Let's see how they do, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. So I get uh I get the, a call in October. I think it was like about the middle of October. Hey, Doug, you got a minute? I'm like, I said, uh, yeah, what's up? He said, can you meet me at my property? And I says, well, why did you see you hunting? He goes, well, I'm up here to hunt, but I got to show you something. And I said. Uh, You know, I said I'm busy right now, but I said maybe in the morning. Are you hunting in the morning? And he said, No, I'll I'll be up in the morning. I'm not hunting in the morning. I said I'll I'll swing out in the morning because I gotta go that way anyway. Uh So I stop in there in the morning, and he takes me out to the plot. He said, I just gotta show you the stuff that he bought from a store. uh, You know, it's a it's a popular brand, and I planted it for him. It was about seven inches tall. And there wasn't even a track in it, hardly at all. I went to the tank, and it was 19 and a half
4: inches.
2: <laughs> and, and there was just all the tops were just getting clipped off everywhere. And he told me, he goes, "What a difference!" I said, "Well, you know, now you know, now you know." He goes, "I'm
4: a I'm a customer for life, and that you know, and that's what makes me feel good." You yeah, know? that's I, cool. Yeah.
2: You know, and that's why I do what I do. You know, you just. I, I don't care. I try to help everybody. I don't care who you are. I, you know, I, I got in this industry to help people. And like I was telling you guys earlier, you know, before we went in the air, I I got in this because I'm going back to my roots.
0: Yeah, I that's very wanna, cool, man. That's what it's all about, really.
2: I, I just want to help people. I, I don't, you know, I'm not in this to become a millionaire. I don't want to be a millionaire. I deal with millionaires. A lot of them are great, <laughs> great people. A lot of them. Not so much. Yeah, I thought you were gonna
0: say they're all dicks. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, and I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not
2: sitting here to stereotype or anything. Because, like I said, I met people that, my God, they're the most awesome people in the world, and and you know, and they're just, I mean, and they got everything and anything they want. You know, I, I mean, I'll, I'll share this with you. This is a true story. I, I went and I walked. I helped the guy. He wanted some help with food plots and putting. You know, so I told him. I said, "Well, this plot isn't big enough because you know there's a difference between a food plot." a shot plot, a food plot to me is three acres. That can sustain a decent amount of deer through the winter. That is a food source. A shot plot, half acre, acre, quarter acre, that is more of a a meeting place, an area where they're going to come, congregate for a little bit, breeding area. eat. They're going to still eat, don't get me wrong, but you know that tends to go away quicker because of competition. So I just told him, I said, you know, if it was me, here's what I would do. Um, I would make this plot bigger, blah, blah, blah. I would take this one over here and let's, you know, let's flip this over and we're going to put this into, we're going to change it, you know, because you had it all in clover. The clover's pretty much dead out. I mean, it's burnt out already. Let's switch this over. Told him what my recommendations for his food plots are. It was, okay, this was on, this was like on a, like a Tuesday in the afternoon. He called me on Thursday. Hey, I want you to come check all my plots. I said, "Well, what do you want to check out?" He said, "I got them all bulldozed already." I'm like, "What?" He, he, got, a, he got a bulldozer in there and he cleared all the plots oh, out. And that was all of within 48 hours. <laughs> you know, was procrastinating. Didn't care. He wanted it done right. Uh-huh. You know, that's the difference between some customers. I can't afford to do that. I don't do it. I, I don't. Right. You know, you know, it is what it is. You know, as a whole. So, you know, and that's and that's, I guess people today
0: right you look at it you know definitely that's that is funny it's (laughs) I, i just like you know you're getting back to helping people get back to your roots the industry's you know debatable right now what uh i guess what position it's in um so it's good to see like i saw raised hunting we kind of talked about this a little before the show like raised hunting's going kind of back to the roots too with their show which is cool um that's what it's all about man and
1: Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah,
0: like our podcast, we have a a ton, a ton of fun and really our you know, our podcast is getting back to the roots of hunting if you think about it. Yeah, it's based off the internet, but we're having conversation, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a right. that's a lost art really. If you're not in hunting camp, when do you talk to somebody about hunting or food plots or deer for an hour to 2 hours? Right here. It's it's it doesn't happen unless you know, sometimes it might happen if you got a buddy that you meet up with all the time, but it's it's kind of a rare thing nowadays, which is is pretty sad.
2: Well, you you know, you, you kind of hit it on the head. It, it it is sad. Hunting industry is going a whole different avenue. It, it really is. Um, you know, and it's I, getting you know, weird. Get back,
4: uh-huh. It
2: is. Well, and it it's back to that. You know, that fake news. You know. Um, you know, I, I just I'm genuine. I, I'm always going to be genuine. I told my wife when I met her, which is what you get. It ain't much, but this is what you got. <laughs> right. And you know, I, I, I and I am not changing who I am. Um, and I d don't believe I've ever have changed along the way. Now, have I met some people that I wish would change? Absolutely. You know, um but I, I have no control over it. That's their own conviction. You know, but right. the hunting industry as a whole, the problem is is this you know, it's so even even on, in the in the industry as a whole, when people watch it. It's a jealousy fact. you know. You can you know. Yeah, it's it, a swing and dick it, competition. When did, when, well, yeah. When did the size of a fuck, you know, basically form your manhood? Really? <laughs> right. You know when when did that make you more of a man? If you shoot a hundred and sixty inch versus a hundred and thirty inch? Right. Where 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 are the bylaws? Does it tell you? You know, you're the king for a day. You know, right. I tell everybody this, kill what makes you happy. I don't care. I'm not here to judge you, and nor should anybody else. But now, in the same token, when I go to people's properties and help them with their food plots, and they're mowing down two-and-a-half-year-old deer because their neighbor's going to kill them. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing here? <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, um... Then don't come back to me and sit there and be mad at your neighbor who's not killing two and a half year old deer and is shooting four and a half year old deer. Right. You know. Um. You know. And that's what the problem with it, it's, it's. You know. There's such a thing as a as a good jealousy and a bad jealousy. And here and here's where my analogy of it or my way of thinking of it is. A good jealousy is. You know what? My my neighbor shot. Uh, you know a two hundred inch deer. It was always on my property. I'm upset. I wish that was me. But in the same token, be happy for them because someday it will be you. Right. You, know, it, right. you know what I mean? And you got some guys that are like, you know, the, the total opposite. They won't even talk to their neighbor for years yeah. because they shot a deer that walked across their, pump,
0: their, their property and they got on my camera once. Yeah, that's the bitter jealousy. It's better if you can admit that you're jealous. Exactly. Like, oh, man, fucking Tony shot that 200 incher, man, I'm so jealous. Like, that's, yeah, you're jealous, but you're not pissed at Tony.
3: Yeah. But you got guys like Doug who are like, hey, I found out you shot that deer that I want. Here's all the information I have on it, so you can enjoy it the way that I would have enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Me and my neighbor do that; send pictures back and forth. I mean, because you can't change
0: the fact that it happened. Because, like, like what you said, Doug is that animal's going to walk? It's a wild animal; it it can literally walk wherever the hell it Mm. wants to. Uh Yeah. So
1: I have a bad neighbor. He says that any deer that ends up on his property, it's his deer. He owns that deal. He owns it. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. He's bad. He goes around the county and he looks at other property, making sure everybody's legal. Otherwise, he calls the uh, Johnny Law. Yeah, he'd be
3: getting he, his He's ass just before, in
0: the way, so. kind of, at this
1: yeah, point. It's, uh, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. His I name is Tom. I don't, I don't get
2: it. That's
3: weird. I don't weird. get it. <laughs> hey, I, I, <laughs> I do have uh, one more question. You know, since we're talking about honest men and women, uh, we're all working class here, except for Doug. He's a. Uh, polo kind of guy eat shit <laughs> we uh <laughs> eat shit you know we all uh we don't sit in an air-conditioned or heated office like doug does Ooh. doug schmidt you gotta clarify there's doug two schmidt. dougs oh i'm sorry doug schmidt <laughs> well yeah, uh, i don't know what air-conditioned office is i, I don't
2: even the tractors
0: open hey here, my defense but. it gets kind of cold in
1: there guys
3: <laughs> yeah, so oh, We're long God. sleeves on a 90 degree day i get What's chilly
1: up? Man, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> He's got his hunting thermals on sometimes in July. Exactly. He
3: gets like 67 oh, degrees in because our office. Janice in the office thinks the coffee is too hot. Mm-hmm. You don't know my pain. Here's, here's <laughs> what I want to know. And Doug, you're an honest guy, and our listeners are going to appreciate this. Give us an honest opinion. The hardworking guy who's saved up his life savings, maybe dipped into his wife's annuity. Yeah, You never know what happens. They've got about a 40-acre plot they can maybe plant maybe half an acre here, half an acre there. What is the one thing? if 40-acre
0: property is what you, you're
3: saying. Oh, did I say 40-acre plot? Back up. Back up. So they, got, they, got, they, got, they own 40
2: acres.
3: 40 acres, yep. That,
2: that's their life savings is stuck on this 40 acres.
3: Yeah, everything they've ever worked for is right there, yep. So they've got a half acre here or maybe a half acre there that they can maybe they can plan on. What is the one seed or product that you would say, hey, look, you can really only afford this. Throw this out there. What's the one product that you would sell them?
2: Well, see, now that's a loaded question.
3: Yeah, I was just going to say there's a lot to that. (laughs) Hey, I just wanted to see if he had an answer. I want to see where he was going. No, no. No,
2: I'm, 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 uh, I'm not to get off track to get up track but i'm going to explain something to you now now here's here's what i do with guys who have 40s like you're saying i have them reinvent the wheel and in other words i have them go and put a plot in the center of their property um that they can easy access with a decent wind and i'd only start hunting after christmas okay Mm. so if that's all you got OK, I know you're going to sit there and say, well, why did you go there with that? Because I'm a realist. Um, so and I'm not here to hoard deer. I am here to sit there and make get your best bang for your buck. No pun intended. But if I had to go with a seed blend, I would probably go with uh, Tagged Out or else the, the, uh, the, the, the uh, Kankalicious. either Either one of them, too. Um, they're both money. They're both big producers. Um, the one thing about the tag down is all the over and alfalfa come back, so you're giving them protein right from the get go. But you know, setting up your property is just as just as important as putting in spots. It's You know, you got to have it set up where you have easy. I, 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 and, and I'll share this for an example. Let me let me share this for an example. I had a customer you owns know, owns 150 acres okay Called me up and he said hey I put a, I put a plot in my property I want you to come and look at it you told me to put in three acres I said yeah I said if you could and he said well you got to come look at it um, I get in this property we're, we're on this gator or side by side whatever Driving through his property driving through his property and all of a sudden we come to this plot. that's probably all the four acres and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wow, man, did you do a lot of work here? He goes, yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man, you made it really nice and square. He goes, yeah. He said, well, that's that's my neighbor's property line.
4: Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, oh, no.
2: (laughs) And I'm I'm like, "Uh, excuse me? And he goes, and I pull up my Onyx map, so I whip it open. I turn it on. I look it up. I'm like, wait a minute. That's your neighbor right there? Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's your other neighbor right there? Oh, oh boy. Why? You have 150 acres. Why did you put it right in the corner of your two neighbors? Jeez, man. And and he says to me, he goes, well, you know, I just felt like if I could put it here, all the deer will live by me, and then I'll have them all to myself. And I'm like, but they own more woods than you do. Damn. <laughs> you know, and he goes, oh, I never never thought of that. You know? Planting trees. Your starts
3: of horny buck evergreens. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, I mean, you just sit there and you're just like, you know, you never over underestimate the power of a person's brain. Yeah. You know? It's you just you can't, you can't do it. I don't care how hard you try. You just can't do it. You know? Um, but... You know, it is what
3: it is. You <laughs> he know, wants it, all the it, deer it, it, in the tribe property area. That's kind of awesome. That's a great story. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> man, I, dude. You know, oh, like I
2: said, Here's I... Here's your shine. I, I, you know, I mean, I've, I've, seen, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I have, you know, and, and it is what it is. I, I'm just here for nutrition to help deer to grow, um, teach people what to look for, how to do things right. And that's, you know, and that's where my... That's where my main, my main set is from. That's where it's all from. And it's been growing for us, no pun intended. You know, it just has been. Right. You know, I'm not taking away from these. There's a lot of great seed companies out there. I'm sure there is. I don't, you know, I hear some different people complain about other seed companies, I and I'm sure it could go back on us, too. Um, you know, there's enough out here to share the wealth. The problem that I run into with a lot of these other bigger seed companies, it's all about margins. Mm -hmm. You know, and everything with them is all about, you know, man a living. You know, we got to buy it for this much because we got to make this much and we can give this much away for free because we only got this much in it. Well, the only way you can get seed cheap is to basically buy two to three year off seed, and I won't do it. I won't put nothing under It's not a bag of seed that goes out of our warehouse that I would not plant myself. Period.
0: Yeah, and that says a lot, man. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, after the whole episode of saying what you've said, I think people are really going to. Have a better understanding on why why prices are the way they are, why pe- certain protocols is the way it is, and they can see that you're passionate about it and the knowledge you have of your product, and that's a refreshing thing to see, especially if someone's investing their, like you said, time, money, equipment, exactly. property tax, all yeah. that, mm-hmm. you know, all that boils into their food plot, and so it's, it's,
3: spending okay. the extra twenty two dollars. Yeah,
0: it, it's good to have you behind <laughs> it, you know. So that that is cool, and, and so thank you for coming on our show, man, and kind of spitting the knowledge that you have and just being so cool about it.
2: Well, I mean, hey, listen, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. and I'd I love to get together with you if it's going to work out that, you know, I'm down that way. Um, and I, I know, I, I, like I said, I know I'll be down that way. I'm going to be hunting down by Jack a little bit. This year I also hunt down in, uh, um, at um, Buck Chasers with Bishop too. I hunt with him also. I mean, I, I hunt a lot in Illinois because, I mean, I love it. Because you know what? I'm away from home. I love home. I love my wife, I love my family. But you know what? By the time honestly, by the time November comes around, I am officially burnt out. Right. Yeah. I am burnt out. I am um I don't wanna see human beings. Um I, I, I know I hunt I, I gun hunt by by with by Chris Bishop became a good friend of mine. He owns an outfitter out down there and um and he and he, we laughed because I said, Chris, I don't care where you sent me all I'm telling you is you're dropping me off in the dark and you're picking me up in the dark. And I don't want to <laughs> see, it, but... see that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah,
3: I shot the deer at, uh, you know, 7.15, uh, well, it's 6.15 at night, what are you doing? <laughs> I just yeah, enjoy yeah, the well, silence. <laughs> I
2: mean, I, I just enjoy it, and, you know, I enjoy it. I mean, I, you know, it's it's kind of like it's my time. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I put in, you know, I'm getting older and I just turned 50 here a couple, you know, about a month ago, whatever it was, but um, the funny thing about the whole story is, um, you know, I used to put in eighteen-hour days. I can't anymore. I just I can't handle it. I, I put in, I right now I'm about fourteen hours. Um, and then I and then I had enough. I had enough. I had enough. And and you know what? I, I, you know, I, life is too short. You know, enjoy what you do. Enjoy enjoy having a life. Do stuff with your kids. Do stuff with your friends. Take your kids. I encourage people, take kids hunting. You know, get them into it. Get kids, get them off their iPads and their iPhones and away from the TV. Get them out. Help them plant your food plots. Help them put out mineral. Help them hang, you know, have them help you hang, you know, cameras. I mean, get put them, them to work. work. Ah, put them to work. Hey, you know what? I never had a PlayStation. We had 400 R. My dad, every year for Christmas, bought me a brand-new shovel. <laughs> really what it was. thanks dad you know, I, mean, I, hey, I mean I'm not lying we didn't have a barn cleaner we didn't need one because we had Doug and Doug was our barn cleaner and I shoveled shit every night <laughs> it was what it was and you know what I didn't complain about it because they, they put clothes on my back a roof over my head and they fed me builds character I mean, and it does and that's what it was I mean you know today's society with these kids today Man, and I'm telling you, it ain't the kids, the parents, these kids do not respect their parents anymore, and I'm like, you know, I told my kid, I'll share this with you, and I know we gotta go, but my my daughter came home one day, about a year and a half ago, and she come home from, from school one day, and she said, Dad, I learned something in school today, I said, well, I hope you learn more than just something. She said, No, I learned something in school today. I learned that you can't you can't hit me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and the law of physics will I, disagree. <laughs> I said,
2: Excuse me? And she says, Yeah, I learned that you can't hit me. And I said, Well, why is that? Because then you would go to jail. I said, Well, let me tell you how this works, Emily. You're a pretty you're a pretty good kid, so I don't think I will probably ever have to spank you. But let me tell you something. If I light you up, it's only because you have it coming. First and foremost, second of all, you go tell them they're going to send over a police officer and then they're going to take me away. So now you're going to lose your daddy. OK, but here's how this is going to work. I am going to get out sooner or later. <laughs> and if you do that again, I'm going to light you all again because that is how my dad raised me. It's called pain association. Why do you put an electric fence around to keep cows in? Because they don't want to touch it. (laughs) It's no different in life. Just do what the adults tell you. As a father, I am not going to lead you astray. I am going to lead you in the right direction. So just listen to me. I know you're going to do stupid things because you're a kid. And I was a kid once too. I just think at my age now, it costs me more money for you to be stupid than it did when I was your age.
3: Right, no doubt. Little,
2: you know, it's a like it. world
0: now, electric fence
1: know, theory. But,
3: yeah. So just you know, as, I just mean, in case you, know. you guys were wondering, if uh, you're a brand new landowner or a brand new parent, please call Horny Buckseed or visit their website, HornyBuckseed.com, and uh, ask Doug for advice on both.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you It'll pay out you for know, you. you learn, it will. You learn. You learn in life, right? It's an <clears> no learning experience, you know. But I mean, I you know, listen. I appreciate the time, guys. If you ever want me back on again, I be mean, more if you've got some stuff. Of course,
3: oh, it's gonna all, happen.
0: Hey, hopefully the next you know, one's in person. If you're down at Lodge Five and we get the open weekend to head down there at the same time, we'll have to do one in person. And Steve oh, says I,
2: so, I, 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 I would, I would love to go with you guys. I, I, I guess that. I, I love people who have passion. You guys have passion, and that's what it's all about. That. You love what you do, what you do. You know, and that's you know what. There's I, I, and I admire that because you know what. I'm never going to be a brain surgeon, nor do I ever want to be right you know um, but <laughs> I, I'm the guy that comes out there and I help people who they you know they want to grow deer, I help them grow deer uh, am and, uh, and I you know am I doing everything hundred percent correct? Probably not. I just tell people that this. this is how I do it. If you want to do it your way, do it your way If you don't want to, I'm here. It's just that simple. Very,
0: yeah, for sure. Hey, one real quick, uh, stick around on the phone when we get done with the podcast here. But just tell people where they can find you on social media, and we'll link all that there in the episode of the description. Or yeah, the yeah, I said that right. The description of the episode.
2: Okay. Well, it's um we're at hornybuckseed. Uh, it's h o r n y b u c k s e e d. dcom You can go and find us on there. We're also on Facebook. I mean, Facebook. I love that. Um, and <laughs> on, we're on Instagram also. Um, and I think we're at, I don't know. I got other guys doing our, our stuff. I, I, I'm not, if you haven't figured it out, I'm not one of those guys that's, um, uh, very tech savvy. You know, I drive a tractor for a living pretty much, you know, so. I'm on board uh, with that. I, when it gets, when it gets down to electronics, I don't, you know, like I said, social media and stuff. Um, but, you know, you can message me on there at any time. You can text me at any time. That is my biggest downfall, guys, that I have to this day with this business. And I think I'm one of the only, and I'm saying this truthful, I'm one of the only idiots out there as a business owner that still has their cell
0: phone number as their business line. That's
3: very Yeah, cool. Kurt, so, what about that? Um, <laughs> you know, um, it, it, it,
2: it, I'm not going to lie to you, it's brutal, but I, when I started this company, I made a vow to myself more than anything. I was going to try to provide the best customer service that I possibly, possibly can. So I have people texting me or calling me on a daily basis. I tell people, if you have a question, text me. If, if, it, if it's got a long answer, I will call you. If it's a short <laughs> answer, I will text you. That's um, perfect. It, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. But that's, that's very you know cool. what? We are only as good as you do it. Always remember that. And I, I try to educate. I try to do the best I can. But, yeah, you can find us on all of those sites. And, like I said, you can message us on all those. I got a great team, a great staff that comes behind that really helps us, and, I mean, they are very, very good at it. Um, I've I've educated them the best. that I'm not ashamed or afraid to share knowledge. If I know something, I'm telling you because I don't want you to fail. I don't want anybody to fail. I want everybody to do it the best of their ability, the best they can, do it right, and you know what? Hopefully you win. You still got to deal with Mother Nature. And that can that can suck sometimes.
0: Yeah, but
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know, it, you know, it, it is what it is. So, but yeah, just um, you know, anything I can help you guys with. And when I'm down there, I will let you guys know a little bit ahead of time. When I'm traveling down the Illinois, I would love to get
0: together, go grab a bite to eat, maybe. Stuff, okay. Of course, of course. I mean, you got my number. Just let us know. We appreciate your time, man. I think everyone's going to enjoy this one. You guys got anything to add here in studio?
3: I've got absolutely nothing.
0: Thanks, Doug.
1: Uh, I know yeah, who to call I, when uh, my year, my one-year-old
3: son acts up. So,
0: that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Horny Buck Doug's got you covered <laughs> on all aspects of life. You heard it here yeah. in Working Class. You going to talk
3: huh? to Uncle Horny Buck Doug? <laughs> he got, I yeah, will well, beat well, you. <laughs> <laughs> I will beat you red. Boy, and then boy. when I get out of prison, I'll do it again. <laughs> it's
0: like, that man's you know, scary. <laughs>
3: he's like a rented mule, right? Yeah, I get it. I get <laughs> yeah. it. That's right.
0: Alright, Doug, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for everything. Everyone, thanks for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.
3: When you go out there and